Hi, I'm Abigail Jacobs. And I'm Habiba Zam. And, and we're, we're socially, socially distanced. distanced. This week, our guest is Sven Sturman. Hello, I'm also here. And we are going to be interviewing him about his thoughts and ideas about the world. Alright, so this is our second episode of Season 2. And as I said, we're interviewing Sven Sturman. Sven, can you tell us how to properly pronounce your last name? For sure. Um, well, like you said, most Americans, they pronounce it Sturman, but uh, the proper pronunciation would be Sturman. 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 So Sven, what are some fun topics you like to talk about? Well, I love to talk about all kinds of things, but then in the end, no one does want to talk about diarrhea, so we can just move on. Right. You know, <laughs> diarrhea is an important topic. No, I thought we were not talking about this. <laughs> okay, let me, let me just say this. I'm actually fascinated by the role our stomachs and intestines play in the overall health of our bodies, but there's a book on it, and we don't have to dive into it now. Oh. I mean, if you dive into it, it would get a little messy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, Sven, so I need to ask you some very odd fun facts. Absolutely. Um, if you were a fruit, which fruit would you be? A mango. Why mm. is that? Because they're best friends with pineapples. <laughs> and I like both. Okay, so pineapple. Here's a little thing. English is like the only language where pineapple is not... Ananas, like true. I speak two other languages, Hebrew and Arabic. Both of them are ananas. German, German ananas. Yeah, English, Japanese. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> the exception to the rule is <laughs> <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. But the good thing is, pineapple does taste like pineapple. Right, of course. <laughs> and yeah. mango does taste like mango. <laughs> but when you make them into a juice, they're really good. Oh yes. It's called the. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what it's called. So, Habib, do you have any questions for Sven? Sven, hmm. How do you pronounce your first name? Sven. Mm. <laughs> like the reindeer from Frozen. Correct. Except, wouldn't it be like in German, wouldn't it be Sven? No. There is a Sven that's pronounced with a W, but minus oh. with a V. Okay. Oh, like S W E N? Mm -hmm. And then it's pronounced Sven? It's more. It's more like more like a ditch, Sven. Sven. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Maybe it sounds the same. I, <laughs> I think it probably sounds the same. <laughs> Never heard someone describe a name as a, like a ditch. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful thing with language. You know, you can. Why not create new ways of saying things? Mm -hmm. I love word creations. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I incorporate them in my life. Yeah, was it you during our lectures that talked about the meaning of your name? Yeah, you you brought up the name thing. Yeah. Y yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean Michael, but Michael and I. Okay, yeah. okay. Michael is my girlfriend. Yes, she's a woman. It's just yeah to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is so a female. Her name's Michael. Michael. Sometimes people think she's a boy. That's true. I but thought she was a boy before I met her. But the Hebrew so would be Michal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Sven has um, taught lectures all around the world for different DTSs, and he is a very smart man and a very wise man. And one of the things that he recently 
um, taught Habib and I was the importance of our names and how the meaning of our names can, um, yeah, like affect our personalities and speak different things over us. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and I find it very interesting how, uh, yeah, how much your name can actually dictate your character. You don't even really mm -hmm. notice it until you look it up and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why that is. I guess that's yeah. how God made it, but mm. it's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What does your name mean, Habib? My name means beloved, so loved by others, or it can also be like lover in general, just mm -hmm. someone who loves others and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or loved one. Yeah. So yeah, that's what my name means. Mm -hmm. What does your name mean, Sven? Sven means young man mm. or warrior. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. And then my last name comes from an old German word that uh, would be like a ship captain, someone who steers. Okay. okay. And so... Steer man. <laughs> yeah, like basically that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like leader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my name, Abigail, means um, I bring my father joy or she brings her father joy. Yeah, I am very happy about you. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, yeah. We explain this <laughs> yeah, last week. We, we have to get into this. So our... Whole um, DTS has this weird family tree dynamic where none of us, literally none of us, are related to each other by blood. <laughs> none. No, there's not one person that's related to the other person by blood. And yet, we all call each other like aunt, uncle, father, mother, weird Daughter, things. Son, yes. Brother. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Habib is Sven's brother. Yes. 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 So you're my uncle. Yes. <laughs> because Sven is my father. Because my girlfriend is her mother. Yeah, so Michael is my mother. So Michael is your sister-in-law. I don't... Is that how it works? I'm her brother-in-law, yes. but would she be my sister-in-law? Yeah, of course. But her siblings would not be my siblings-in-law, because that doesn't... Not how it works, I don't think. No, yeah, I don't think so. She would. She would she be Yeah, would be okay, she would be my sister-in-law. I don't yeah. know, this marriage thing is complicated. Uh, yeah. I've never tried it. <laughs> it's quite complicated. So we have this whole weird family dynamic going on. So, um, and it's honestly become reflex for me to call you father. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <Funny>. daughter. It's <laughs> like, kind of funny. Sometimes I forget to call you Sven, and I'll accidentally call you father, and I'm like, <laughs> I should not have called him father in that context. <laughs> um, so if I accidentally call Sven father throughout this podcast, you know why and who I'm referring to. I don't know if we know why, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but we know it's a thing. <laughs> I'd say you more typically will call him father after he calls you daughter, or like you guys say, you play off of each other. I've never yeah. really noticed yeah. you do it just for no reason. Yeah. But maybe also just to say that I think, and, and, and maybe that's totally unrelated, but you know when, when the Bible says that when we go for, I mean, different words, that's my wording now, but when we go for the gospel, God will give us family wherever we go. Mm -hmm. And he really does that. Obviously, we've chosen a weird way to express yeah. that mm -hmm. and, you know, call one another family roles that yeah. they're really not. But we're a tight net of of people, friends, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, it's pretty rewarding and amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's actually um, kind of weird that you said that because just the other day I was texting my real earthly biological father <laughs> and wow. he sent me a Bible verse. Um, oh, I forget what it was, but it was talking about um, how whenever people leave their their 
parents, mm-hmm. siblings, aunts and uncles, children, wives and husbands for the gospel, um, God will bless them like a hundred times over. Um, here it is. It's Matthew 19, verse 29. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake will sh- shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. So, yeah, it was actually really sweet because then my dad said that he was praying for me to receive a hundredfold. And wow. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. it was so yeah. sweet. I was like, oh, thanks, Dad. But it was definitely the Lord's timing that he sent me that message because um, right before he sent it, I was thinking about how I miss my family and I want to be home for Easter. And then I got that message from my dad and I was like, okay, okay, I, I'm here and it's good. So, yes. Yeah. It is, it's hard being away from home during Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in some ways it is kind of exciting to be able to like, yeah, celebrate it in a different country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Habib, you, you're from Israel, and yeah. I had the chance of celebrating Eastern Israel one time. Mm. Um, and that actually was an amazing experience. Just um, yeah, seeing how people from all over the world, literally, come together and unite like different denominations even, but unite yeah. around Jesus, like mm-hmm. one purpose. And I think that's what it's a little bit like here as well. We, mm-hmm. we all have different backgrounds, different stories, different denominations. Um, some have walked with the Lord for a while. Some are pretty new to the faith. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, centering around one thing and, and our purpose being Jesus, mm-hmm. it's just amazing um, the, the, the synergy and, and strength that comes yeah. When when we walk in unity, yeah, yeah, and, and I find it crazy. We're how many people are we here? Like eighteen, nineteen different people, mm-hmm. different characters. Yet we somehow all mesh well. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, you can't really do that without the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I don't think. Um, yeah, it, and we haven't really had. I mean, there's maybe a little drama behind the scenes, but it hasn't been anything that's really hurt anyone or anyone's really been. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty good so far, and we yeah. can still work together for the common goal that mm-hmm. we're all mm-hmm. going towards, and that's in serving the Lord mm-hmm. and, and learning more about Him. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the most remarkable things is that um, 12 students came here for the DTS, and then only a few weeks into the DTS, maybe three weeks into the DTS, we were told that we could leave because of Corona. And that it was um, basically, like, basically the DTS is canceled. And, like, if you can go home and you want to or you feel like you should, then go home. And nobody left. Yeah, Not was, one person out of all of us 12 students went home. Yeah, that was encouraging. And Sven, as, the, as the, like, the, one of the school leaders and the bearer of the bad news so far, <laughs> sadly, uh, what was it like seeing that no one felt discouraged by any of that? I'm sure it was encouraging. Yeah, I mean, we obviously we took some time and, you know, just we knew what we needed to communicate um, and we prayed and, and we were just praying that everyone would have peace mm-hmm. because um, I think it's easy, especially in, in um, uh, like a spiritual setting, I think for leaders it can be tempting to kind of manipulate people into a decision and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, but this program is so great, you want to stay, you know, yeah. which I find just so strange Yeah, because... Like, God loves family, mm-hmm. and, I, and I also understand, like, I mean, we are family here, but everyone has their family at home. Yeah. And especially during this season, I, like, 
if you want to be with your family and if, if that's the right place for you, then by all means, you know, be there and go there. But then seeing like everyone took time and prayed and processed, some called their parents just to process it with them as well. And and then I was amazed. Like I heard no one is leaving and I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. just shows commitment to mm-hmm. one another and to the program. But most of all, it shows commitment to I heard um, God call me to this place for mm-hmm. this season and I'm going to stay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was amazing. And yeah, so far we can, we've seen God's protection and provision and it's been great and despite the fact that we kind of are stuck in a building there's been a grace that I I personally have never really seen in situations Mm -hmm. like this not that there really has ever been a situation like this but yeah yeah, (laughs) more grace than I'd expect to see in a situation like this yeah yeah I agree it's definitely been um completely unconventional I don't think that there has ever been another DTS like this (laughs) um and yeah, it's it's actually so cool to kind of be going through this and um, living in these times because I feel like we're going to have a completely different, um, like, just a different view on the world after corona mm-hmm. and after we come out of this DTS. Um, and I think that we are really getting a lot of life experience that we will need, even even staff members. But <laughs> speaking of having a view of the O, what you coughed? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Corona. Oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, no, we're all good. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of having uh, a view of the world, next week is going to be about worldviews. So that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to have the podcast after that. Yeah. <laughs> See yeah. what happened to all our brains afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, this next upcoming week of our lectures is week six of lectures, and we will have Joshua Statham as our teacher, and he will be teaching us about worldview, and, and I am, I'm beyond excited. Yeah, I think, uh, looking at the next week with anticipation and a bit of nervousness, <laughs> um, yeah, simply because when we are faced with what we believe, and what we actually should believe, because it's mm-hmm. biblical, then sometimes we experience a little bit of a clash, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. Like, I always say, in even in, in relationships, in our worldview, like, if we come to a point of conflict, it's not a bad thing. The mm-hmm. question is, how do we deal with it? Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm excited, because I think as we are exploring more about a, a Christian biblical worldview, we'll see, oh some of the things I believe or, or think are right or wrong are actually shaped by my culture yeah. rather than by biblical truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's very important to just see, okay, this is what I know, but what does the Bible say? Mm-hmm. And just like look into that. Because at the end of the day, the, the ultimate truth is just the Bible. And you can hear a lot of stuff, but you got to go back to there. Um, and so it'll be interesting. Um, I don't know if I'll necessarily agree with everything he'll say. I don't think the point is to. Because if mm-hmm. you do, then... Well, it'll be weird. I've never thinking for yourself. Yeah, then you're not thinking for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, I'm interested to hear what he has to say, and I'm sure there will be some things that, yeah, I will change my mind about. At the end of the day, it's it's up to the Lord to show me what what things are Mm -hmm. of him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's very healthy to wrestle with uh, questions. I think that's what maybe even in this generation we've lost sometimes. Um, It's more about, I believe this, 
you should believe this too. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you're out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but so what happened to um, healthy discussions? What mm-hmm. happened to wrestling with different opinions and and not trying to convince one of yeah. person of the uh, of of uh, think yeah a person that thinks differently mm-hmm. and wanting them to believe or think the same way. Um, yeah, I I miss it sometimes. Just having a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can live my life and you can live yours. Mm-hmm. We, can, we don't have to see eye to eye on everything. Um, I, yeah, but we should be able to have healthy discussions. Yeah, and not arguments, but just talking about different yeah. theology and different ideas. I mean, one of the things we, we had, we were hanging out with the guys, and, and one of the things, and I don't want to go into it now, but yeah. just to think about when it comes to the topic of death penalty, mm. when you go across the world, uh, opinions and Different countries are, like, you know, the spectrum is very wide. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's not so much about right or wrong, but it's important to think about, like, why do you think it's right? Why mm-hmm. do you think it's wrong? Mm-hmm. Don't just accept what you believe as, well, that's what I believe. Also yeah. know why you believe it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's important to just take a look at what the Bible has to say about it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could come out with different opinions about what it says, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just praying about it. But at the end of the day... I mean, we don't have too much say about it, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's definitely a difficult topic and one for another day. But mm-hmm. it was interesting just hearing, yeah, I guess different ideas. It took a, it took like about an hour of talking before we got to a point of we can't agree on this. So <laughs> it's not going to make sense to do it right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it's it was an interesting topic. But just yeah, that, that all that comes from worldview and what mm-hmm. you believe in. Yeah, yeah, and culture and yeah. how you were raised and your situation in life you're setting things around you but um Sven what did your worldview week of your DTS look like yes I didn't have one really (laughs) yeah (laughs) oops (laughs) yeah and and that's the thing you know I think I mean sometimes we have like a whole week uh, on that topic and sometimes it's more that that speakers incorporate it uh, in, 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 as part in their weeks and yeah. it kind of overlaps so mm-hmm. I didn't have like a totally separate week for, mm-hmm. for it but I, I think we're really blessed to have that mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I'm so excited um, some of us from this DTS know Joshua just from like prior bases and stuff and I have had like crazy long conversations with him about conspiracy theories and like Aww. verses in the Bible that you don't ever hear about and just crazy things. He is so intelligent. He sounds like someone I would like to talk to. I like having those conversations for hours. Mm-hmm. I can sit there like I like things to be lighthearted and I feel like he can do that in a lighthearted way. I don't know from what you've told me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, even like you came in like oh Habib will enjoy your yeah so yes. yesterday here's the thing. <laughs> yesterday they were talking to uh Joshua on the phone and then Sven comes in and he's like we were just talking about you on the phone I was like okay and apparently they were Joshua was asking whether anyone would like his humor and he mentioned my name I was like so I'm, I'm excited now apparently I'm gonna like his humor mm, yeah I remember the first time that I ever had a conversation with Joshua it was I probably had known y'all for like A few days, (laughs) like maybe two or three days. And um, I just heard Joshua talking about um, like the Nephilim and things that the flood did and how it affected the world and fallen angels and demons and stuff like that. And I find that topic 
fascinating. I have so many questions yes. about that <laughs> yes. already. So it's going to be yes. a good week. Mm-hmm. We will have a report for you at the end of it, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And so I heard him talking about it, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll talk with him about this, because I, I, it, I think it's so rare that you find Christians that are um, interested in, like, the Nephilim and the spiritual realm and things like that. Um, and I have done some of my own study on that, but it's so hard for me to find people that want to talk about it with me. And so I went over to Joshua and I was just talking to him and then Reese came over and joined the conversation and me, Reese, and Joshua talked about the Nephilim and how the flood affected the world. And we talked about like flat earth theory and aliens and all these crazy things for probably five hours. This sounds exciting. It was so cool. Stacy kept calling Joshua, and she was like, where are you? <laughs> I'm making dinner. <laughs> Stacy his wife? Or? Yes, yes. Okay, Stacy's yeah. his wife. So, yeah. He's such an intelligent man, and I think it w- if he was here, it'd be fun to have him on the podcast. Yeah, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. But. I've seen other podcasts who have called people in and, like, had them through the phone. I don't know mm. if that would be possible or not, but that would be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, an interesting thing to think about. (laughs) Yes. So speaking of holy cheese, we just came out of Holy Spirit Week from our DTS. Oh, smooth. (laughs) Unlike Swiss cheese. (laughs) (laughs) So, Habib, what were you going to say? Uh, Yeah, just uh, so we talked about next week, but I'm sure people are curious about last week. Um, So, yeah, we had Holy Spirit Week. It was eventful. Yeah, we had two speakers, Stefan and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, so Sven, what was that like for you? Yeah, I, you know, I, I've um, put together and planned and prayed over many DTSs. Um, for those of you who don't know it, it's a discipleship training school. Um, yeah, and I've, I've done that in several countries, uh, two different continents, uh, and I've taught, like Abigail said as well, in, in schools like that. And there's always one week that does make you a bit nervous, and that is the Holy Spirit week. Um, Simply because I think Holy Spirit and the person of the Holy Spirit has become such a controversial topic amongst the church, because there's some denominations that completely disregard him. There's other denominations that don't teach anything else. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what we see when we look at Scripture is Holy Spirit is real, Holy Spirit desires to be part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Holy Spirit doesn't want to be that weird force that we throw around with. Mm-hmm. And doesn't, like, he's not that weirdo. Yeah. He's just simply a person of the Trinity. And uh, so, yeah, that can make people a bit nervous. But then I'm always amazed at just the, the freedom, because Holy Spirit always brings freedom. Yeah. Um, and I'm just amazed to, to have seen that, have witnessed that again in this past week. And it's just beautiful also how he is such a gentleman. Like there's things we desire and and ask for. And yeah, you know, Holy Spirit can be quite powerful and come and and, and even overwhelm you. But only if you also invite him. Like he will not force himself on you. Um, He, yeah, he's so gentle, but so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and coming out of the Father Heart of God week, which was heavy for a lot of people also because we touched on forgiveness and and that being difficult for some people, and just going into the in the Holy Spirit week, a lot of us I feel thought it might be a heavy week again, but it was actually a very freeing week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people experienced uh, freedom from a lot of things, and it was just uh, 
yeah, I felt like it was a really good week. Um, and an important one to have, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us, I think, more more of us came from the background of misunderstanding. I think everyone kind of misunderstands the Holy Spirit, whether you think it's the more like power of God type, um, like controls you completely, or whether you disregard Him almost completely. There's that balance, and just learning to find that balance was very mm-hmm. important. Yeah, I yeah, I actually really expected it to be a heavy week. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, just because the topic of the Holy Spirit, like Sven said, can be very controversial. Um, and I was expecting almost like some arguments between students about the Holy Spirit. But it actually felt like such a light week, you know, mm-hmm. like very just uplifting and yeah. very freeing, like Habib said. So I'm so glad that we had that. Yeah, and just getting to hear uh, like a more biblical understanding of who who the Holy Spirit is and and how he wants to like work through us and how he wants to work with us um yeah and I guess a, a big takeaway for me is you can go your whole <laughs> life working for God and for the Holy Spirit but not working with him mm. and yeah that's dangerous you don't want to get to the end of your life and be mm. like I did all this for God but I didn't do it with him yeah um and Holy Spirit is the one who you mm-hmm. do things with yeah and I think a challenge to all of us as well is, and we mentioned it earlier with, you know, just how um, our, our world functions and our world view, how we yeah. view things. Uh, I, I would even say, you know, if we as Christians don't do our due diligence and dive into scripture and read, mm-hmm. okay, Holy Spirit, I don't know much about him. I don't know what his role is or who he really is. But if we dive into scripture like he is all over mm-hmm. those pages yeah, yeah. Yeah. and uh and and he's very specific and he wants to be so present in our lives and and mm-hmm. yeah so even challenging ourselves to actually yeah study about it don't just say mm-hmm. well my dom- denomination doesn't teach on the holy spirit mm-hmm. well teach yourself you know yeah. like dive into scripture and see what 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 it says about who mm-hmm. holy spirit is yeah and something stefan encourages to do is while you're reading through uh, the Bible, just like circle different things where characteristics that talks about the Holy Spirit. And that helps you kind of just like, okay, I know the Holy Spirit. He is like this. He's like that. He's like this. He does this. He does that. And you start to get a better understanding of who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, that's very important. Um, and in those like different slides he gave us, he kind of had done that. Um, and it was very helpful to be like, okay, this makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think um, Holy Spirit Week prompted a lot of people to do things that yeah. will help them to get more freedom in different areas of their life. Um, like me and Hannah and Sven all led worship. Mm, yeah, um, that was great. And so Hannah is another student that will hopefully be on a future episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sven and I, um, I think... I mean, I don't know about you, but I personally have a lot of stage fright when it comes to singing, even just, like, singing with, like, a small group of friends or, yeah, that that's just, like, so terrifying to me. Um, but Marshall, one of the staff here, said, he kept bugging me about it, and he was like, you need to lead worship, you need to lead worship, you need to lead worship, and I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's good at that. Yeah, he's so good at pestering you to get things done that you should get done. Um, but then once we led worship, it was so freeing and very like, I'm not 
yeah, I'm just not as scared of that anymore. You guys did a great job. Thanks. I must say yeah. that. Uh, what I'm just reminded of is also, that, you know, one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. And Holy Spirit is so patient. Mm -hmm. Like, He will um, show you again and again areas where He would like for you to experience freedom. And He'll just present it to you again. Mm -hmm. And He'll just show it to you again. And He'll yeah. whisper to you again. Yeah. And you can resist Him. You know, I mean, you can say no. That You know, you have that right. You can do that. Um, even though... Think about that. If you've submitted your life to Christ, then perhaps you don't have that right. Mm -hmm. Just leaving that here. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, yeah, you can resist the Holy Spirit. But He is so faithful to bring things up again. And then when you accept that invitation, you'll actually realize, whoa, like, this is what freedom tastes mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Um, but it does take a step of faith. Yeah, definitely. And another thing that I just did last night, actually to try and take more steps towards freedom. Um, like Sun was saying, he said that the Holy Spirit will continue to bring things to your mind over and over and over again until you um, obey. And for a few months now, I've felt like I need to share some things with my parents about my past, um, but I've been putting it off and making excuses and saying, no, I'm not going to yeah. do that. Um, but last night I called my parents and I didn't tell them like my whole entire life story, but I just shared some different things that mm -hmm. I went through in high school that they didn't know about. And it was so freeing yeah. to just tell them. And then we prayed together and, um, they gave me like different advices and stuff. And it was just so, it was so nice to get it off of my chest and tell them. Yeah. And it really helped me feel like okay, like that chapter of my life is over. It's closed. There's, it's no more, yeah. you know? For, for me, I, I was just reminded of an incident in my school, 2013. I mean, I had given my life to Jesus, walked with him, and, you know, you, all good. And then, um, yeah, in a DTS, I just felt Holy Spirit invited me to um, ask for forgiveness uh, with some people. And I was like, oh, well, I, did, I didn't even realize there was something, you know, to, mm. to yeah. But so f f for one example, there was um, a lady, she is a pastor in, in the Lutheran church. And um, while well, we didn't see eye to eye on, on quite a few things, and I said very bad things about her, but she also spread rumors about me. So it really wasn't a good situation. But in DTS, I felt that God asked me to ask her for forgiveness. So mm -hmm. I wrote a letter and sent it off to her. Um, and I actually never um, received an answer or anything. But the week after that, I found out that she had gotten sick with cancer. Mm. And so I just started praying for her because God, one of a sudden, had given me a love for her. Mm -hmm. Like, not that she is, like, the f most favorite person in my life. Mm -hmm. But I just realized she's just human. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah. like me. And we need forgiveness. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just so freeing to having having spoken out forgiveness mm -hmm. and, and asked her for forgiveness. And, and, I mean, I dealt with the Lord. That's all I could do in that moment. And I hope she did the same thing. But it was just so freeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I guess for me this week it was uh, tackling a, a little bit of fear um, regarding the Holy Spirit because I've seen some weird stuff. <laughs> and I didn't, like, I didn't know what it would be like. And, uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't at all the the weird stuff um mm -hmm. because yeah uh i don't know how to exactly 
explain it all. I mean, still processing some mm-hmm. of the stuff, but yeah, it doesn't have to be scary. That's my message to people. It's just mm-hmm. ask God. I mean, definitely read about the Holy Spirit and, and who he is, but you can ask God about it as well. Like, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, who are you? Like, show me. Yeah. Um, and that's not something you should be afraid of doing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess there's just, there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah. 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 I think um, it was the way that Stefan and Ryan taught Holy Spirit Week was good for anybody at any yeah. place in their life. Um, because there are some people in our DTS that have never experienced anything with the Holy Spirit, and there are some people that um, have seen, like, crazy miracles and things like that, but everybody was able to get something out of it, I think. It wasn't wasn't a message meant for a specific people group. It was meant for all of us. And that's what I thought. I thought it was really great the way they did it, that it was, like, um, inclusive for people at different stages with the relationship with... The Holy Spirit and just like, yeah, it kind of it was kind of an introduction, but also at the same time helping you grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. it was like, here, this is what the Holy Spirit's like, and here is how you live with with Him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I thought it was really cool. And then something Ashley said was, I, I like how we're all referring to the Holy Spirit as Him right now, uh, because she told us like a lot of times we refer to the Holy Spirit as it, like as he, he's an object or like a power or whatever. Mm-hmm. But He's part of the Trinity. He is a yeah. character. Um, and that was something that really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Like, even the language we use, ref- like, mm-hmm. shows how we interact with, with mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah, and I think it's, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. I think that's, that's uh, yeah, one of the powerful things that I've taken away from my school in 2013. Holy Spirit is a person. And mm-hmm. since then, I've, uh, yeah, I've really resisted writing anywhere, you know the Holy Spirit even, because I don't say the Abigail or the Habib or the Sven. His name is Holy Spirit, and Mm -hmm. I call him Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, yeah, so I think even that just helps us to be conscious of of the fact that he's a person. He has feelings, he has a mind, he has a will, Mm -hmm. um, just like Jesus and the Father. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet they're one, and and that's a mystery we, we can't fully understand. But we live by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. And we, yeah, just understanding Holy Spirit is a person and he's our friend. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing, amazing revelation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, I'm actually like, I'm kind of at the a similar place where I'm trying to not say the Holy Spirit, but just say Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm like writing it or something, then I don't write the Holy Spirit. Right, yeah. But... Yeah. yeah, same thing, yeah. And, and, and with that, you know, I think language, um, and we see that in Proverbs, um, it talks a lot about the power of our tongue, the yeah. power of words, mm-hmm. the, yeah, even the power of how we use language. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're sometimes unaware, but I think yeah. those small things, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's like nothing, you know, but it's a small thing that will change how we think mm-hmm. about God. Yeah. And it will change how we will then in the future also communicate it to our children, how we mm-hmm. communicate it yeah. to the people that we have influence on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like like you said, I don't I don't write the Holy Spirit. I write Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But in the same way, I I never capitalize the S in Satan because mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. I'm not giving him that credit. Like yeah. he is, 
he is not a proper noun to me. Yeah, he, I he is, you know, yeah, he is real, mm -hmm. and he has a name, Satan. But I'm not, I'm not gonna capitalize it because yeah. the capital letter is for God and mm. not for Satan. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my personal conviction. But mm. you know, it's small things, but it it helps me change my thinking. Yeah. And it's not even like a religious thing. It's just, yeah, like a mentality shift. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. the way you write things or say things really affects the way you actually think about those things. And yeah. the Bible says that in a lot of different places in a lot of different mm -hmm. ways. Uh, and I think it's just important. Um, a lot of times we think, oh, that's just a religious way of looking at it. But it really affects the way you mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. uh, every word you say it can affect the way you mm -hmm. think and it, yeah. it reflects what's in your heart as well so it's just important mm -hmm. that you I guess watch out for that um, and yeah I, I guess it's just because of a mentality thing mm -hmm. rather than oh this is the way it should be it's different for every person I think but mm -hmm. yeah and I, I think for me also like sometimes when I write and I don't capitalize God I'm like ah you know yeah. ah, it's God Almighty you know yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to have reverence for him yeah. and then I'm reminded of, of some of the people like when when scripture first was transcribed and um, you know written on paper um, what what people would do to to write the name of God they would actually use a whole new ink cartridge and a whole new pen to write God and it's only used for that one uh, name and after that they would discard it and then the next time God's name is mentioned they would have a whole new pen um, or feather, I guess, and uh, and ink cartridge again, and it, you know it just shows like real reverence for God. Not saying that we have to be religious about that or have to start doing that. Not at all, but um, yeah, it, there's there's just a different thinking mm -hmm. in it because yeah. yeah, God's name is is holy and His name is above any other name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I am. Um, I have been taught a lot that our words, like the Bible says, our words have the power of life and death. And it's not a metaphor when the Bible's saying that. It's a yeah. real thing. Our words do have the physical power of life and death. Um, and going back to names even, like our names have so much power over us because those are words that are being spoken over us yeah. every single day. Anytime somebody says your name, whenever I'm saying, hey, Habib, or hey, Sven, or you guys say, hey, Abigail, that word is being spoken over my mm -hmm. life. Yeah, that is true. Um, and so, yeah, it's actually been a big conviction of mine lately to try and um, pay more attention to the words that I'm saying. You know, yeah. like even... I mean, I don't have an answer to this question, but just to throw it out there, what do our words do in the spiritual realm whenever I say, oh, that made me laugh so hard I died? Or, you know, like what, what effect does that have in the spiritual realm? I don't know because oh, I don't have, wow. I'm, not, a, I'm mm -hmm. not in the spiritual realm right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like what does that do? I, wow, that is a, wow. You, you say these things without even thinking about them. <laughs> oh my, my. <laughs> word <laughs> um yeah that is that is crazy um i think it, i i have noticed that it kind of does have an effect on on like your own spirit like mm -hmm. you say that and then you start to feel heavier maybe later or mm -hmm. something um yeah a lot of times what you say and how you say them do affect your your mood and you don't mm -hmm. even realize it, or other people's moods or just yeah the yeah. atmosphere mm -hmm. um yeah discernment of the spirits is something else we talked about mm -hmm. and the, yeah it can affect it and you can kind of start to feel it a bit mm -hmm. for yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, this is kind of just a random fact, but I keep thinking about it. Um, they say that your name is your favorite word to hear. And so, like, it's like, I don't know, like, it's some sort of psychology fact where 
whenever anybody says your name that it literally, like they've done studies, whenever somebody says your name to you, it literally gives you dopamine in your brain and makes you happier. And, um, yeah, I just wonder sometimes, like people that have names that have a negative connotation, like how does that affect their life? You know, how does that wow. affect their, um, their spiritual walk? That's a very interesting thought. I would, I would say I do like people saying my name, but that's just because I'm full of myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just because when you get called, especially people who like attention, it's just like, oh, people need me. Or like, yeah, mm-hmm. for me at least, it's like, oh, I, it makes me feel like, yeah, people trust me. Mm-hmm. I get, if people are calling you, they, that means they want to talk to you, they want to say stuff, and, mm-hmm. and it feels like, or they, they know you're responsible, like they call you to do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just makes you feel like, okay, I can, I don't know. I'm wanted, I'm needed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the biggest human desire is to be wanted or um, to be needed in a situation. Mm-hmm. So, thoughts, right. Sven? Love. Yeah, I'm, uh, I talk about her a lot, but I'm brought back to uh, one of my. I mean, more recent favorite uh, authors, Brene Brown. Um, and she does a lot of, uh, of studying uh, about um, shame, but also what, you know, what's the antidote and, and what is the secret to, to living a fulfilled life. And, and she speaks of that. She says that in, within us there is this deep desire to, for love and belonging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we see that, you know, when, um, when sin entered, um, life here on earth and in the spiritual, um, people were separated from the source mm-hmm. of love, love itself, mm-hmm. and that's God. Yeah. Um, and so that, that connection was broken. And in the same moment, also belonging. Because mm-hmm. one of a sudden we were separated from yeah. Him who created us. So we were without love and we didn't belong anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that our life is also a bit of a journey back to being loved mm-hmm. and belonging to yeah. God, but also to um, a, the family of believers, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I think I definitely can see that 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 is is what we desire. Yeah, definitely. And then um, with names, you know, I think it's interesting because if you don't have Jesus in your life, then then there's really no chance of redemption. Mm-hmm. And I think there's people that that yeah do have names that are like, why would you ever call your child that? You know, if mm-hmm. you look at the meaning. But then there's a God of redemption. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, like looking at scripture, places, people, their names were not chosen by coincidence. But they always um, yeah, were, were kind of played out in, in their lives. Like it was, what you read in their name was part of their story. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like a, a prophetic statement. Like I'll call you this. And then it lined up with everything that happened in their lives. Yeah, not yeah. not saying you know that always has to be the case or or yeah, but it does have an effect. And so yeah. I think looking at our lives and our meaning, the meanings of our names, um, I think it's important to note that yeah, there's there's a lot of power in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, if you find yourself in a place like well, I have an awful name, just ask yourself well, what is God's redemptive role in yeah, that? Like yeah. Cause yeah. you might have an awful name, but but God has a, like, he turns it around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. and um, as you were saying that, I was brought back to um, the Apostle Paul, who, before he converted to Christianity, or before he 
um, was redeemed, his name was Saul. But then once he was redeemed, he changed his name to Paul um, just to signify that he was a new creation. And again, that happens with Abram when God tells him, you are no longer Abram, I'm going to call you Abraham. And, and God Sarah. put a, yeah, and Sarai to Sarah and put a new calling on their life. Um, and I think that shows that God understands I mean, of course God understands, but God is trying to tell us the power of our words and the power of our names. And um, I've read studies about people growing plants just to yeah. show just to show that your words have power in the physical realm. Um, people will have potted plants and they'll have one, they'll have like three sections of plants. Yeah. And there'll be the middle will be a control plant. They don't do anything with that plant. They just let it grow. And then one side is the plant where they speak good things to it. And then the other side is the plant where they speak bad things to it. So every day they go over to the plants and they won't say anything to the control plants. But then to the good plants, they'll say, I love you, plant. You're doing so good. You're so beautiful. Grow more, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's very weird. They basically are Abigail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's so weird. But then they go over to the other plants and they say, plant, I hate you so much. You're ugly. You're so horrible. Die, blah, 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 blah. And it works. Literally, the control plant will grow normal. Mm -hmm. The plant that it's being spoken good will grow faster and stronger and better or taller and the plant that is being spoken bad will die like that's so crazy it is very crazy Mm -hmm. yeah i it's just insane the power words are i mean it the bible says that the the tongue has the power to give life and death i mean we i think we already Mm -hmm. mentioned that but it's just crazy like even plants Mm -hmm. like you think of like yeah another human you can like build them up or break them down but a plant like Mm -hmm. that's just crazy how much that that works Mm -hmm. And, I mean, God made the world using his word, and he gave us that power. When he breathed his life into us, we have that power to mm-hmm. do as well. So we can give life to even things that God is the giver of life mm-hmm. to because kind of we have that. It's just crazy mm-hmm. how yeah. that works. Yeah. So to close us out, I just want to challenge you guys. Um, pay attention to the words that you are saying and the words you're speaking over yourself and other people. Um, and... Honestly, you have the power to speak life over yourself. If you are struggling yeah. with um, maybe like self-hate or shame or doubt, you can look at yourself in the mirror every morning and say, I am made whole in Christ and speak life over yourself. And it really will. It really will change yeah. your day the 100%. Problem, the problem with hate is it has a, a funny way of mur- like murdering your faith. Mm-hmm. If you're waking up every day and looking at yourself and saying, I'm useless, you're going to... Mm-hmm be that yeah if you wake up every morning and say no i can do this Mm -hmm. god is there for me i'm i'm made in the image of of god and Mm -hmm. like just yeah just fill yourself with truth Mm -hmm. you'll see a huge difference yeah yeah i just want to share one last revelation Mm -hmm. with when we talk about hate um it was 2013 or 14 can't remember but um together with some friends we went to the concentration camp in auschwitz and uh, we did the tour, and, and we said, okay, this, I mean, this is such a place of darkness, or was, but yet we felt so much peace, and we were kind of, I mean, it was strange, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're like, God, what is there that you want to teach us? And we just took some time and prayed and, and sought mm-hmm. him. And then he said, look around, and we did, and, and we were just, mm-hmm. you know, realizing the, the vastness of, and, and, and that's just one camp, but 
um, yeah, just overwhelmed by the vastness of, of evil. Mm. And, uh, and then he said, you know, hate did that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, what does that mean? And, and God just reminded me that so many times we say, oh, I hate this. Mm. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Mm. But it's actually part of the root of, of, of what comes out of hate. Mm, and so I was like, I, like, I don't hate a meal. You know, yeah. I don't hate a person and, and, and I don't necessarily hate circumstances. Like hate is a very strong word yeah. Yeah. and it's the root of something that goes beyond what we ever want. Mm. So, yeah, yeah the power of words is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So as a challenge to you guys, pay attention to what you're saying and speak life into situations. Yeah. And if you feel uncomfortable talking about something, you can just say you can't freeze bread. so this has been episode two of socially distanced with our guest sven sturman and habibazam as our co-host i hope that you guys enjoyed and sven do you want to plug your instagram and podcast yep if you want to follow me hashtag the life of sven both for my podcast and my instagram mm-hmm. they're a good listen uh and so are we so thank you for <laughs> listening uh i hope we're a good listen yeah. and yeah see you <laughs> next time Cheers. bye